My name is Jamie Atkinson, founder of podcastclosing.com, and this show is built for six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts who are looking to grow and scale their customer acquisition using that show. If you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast and you want to get featured on this show to talk about your own podcast journey, go to top100interview.com. Now over to your glamorous host, Brittany Chaterbock, and don't forget to subscribe for daily interview content. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. My name is Jeff Mendelson, and this is the Six Figure Podcast Rebels podcast. My guest today is Michael Yinger, co-founder of Resume Steve and host of the podcast, A Mile Wide View of Talent Acquisition. He is a seasoned senior executive with experience creating, building, and managing organizations and providing strategic advice via board of directors memberships, both in the U.S. and internationally. It's going to be a really interesting conversation today. Michael, thank you so much for joining me and welcome to the show. Thanks, Jeff. It's uh, great to be here and I uh, just enjoy the opportunity to speak. Thank you. Tell us a little bit about your background and what makes you so amazing. Ha! <laughs> that's, the, that's, that's the key, isn't it? I have done a lot of things in my career. I, I like to think that I'm on the third half of my career journey. I spent a number of years early on in, uh, in transportation, ocean transportation, and then I went into technology consulting. And then for the last 20 years, I've been in talent acquisition. So I have a really broad picture of business, both on the ground and and at the higher levels in terms of what does it take for a business to be successful and and what does it take for somebody to, to run a business and so I, I i think this really broad perspective helps me provide the kind of advice that people need to get through their day very cool so when when you went through these different stages of your career i mean you know, I um, I got to tell you myself, I've reinvented myself so many times, I think I lost count, right? And what <laughs> happens is that every time you do that, right, A, you, you know, you're almost glad to forget some of the things that you just didn't want to remember about that past life, right? And then you learn all these other skills that you need to apply. What would you say is like the biggest, you know, like the biggest thing that you've learned as you pivoted into this role that you're in today? I think that the thing that I have learned is the more you see the more it's the same i saw this particularly when i was doing uh, uh, pure consulting versus what i'm doing now which is uh, specifically around talent acquisition but just pure business consulting everybody wants to think their business is different they want to think that what they do is different that somehow their industry is unique and yet it's not and the, having having that sort of perspective takes away some of the fear of of the new things because it, uh, you know interesting you talk about your your transition from place to place mine was always am i going to be successful because this is really different than what i was doing before i went from working for a company being an internal consultant to suddenly i was a an external consultant at you know pitching deals and doing things and yet it was the same sort of conversations that quite frankly often the same issues come up from time to time so I it, it gave me some comfort to see that in spite of all the different things that I've done they're not all that different 
in terms of of what you experience when you go from place to place, from industry to industry. What would you say has been the biggest challenge you've had in taking in taking this current iteration of your mm -hmm. business to the next level? I think lately the biggest challenge has been what does it take to get next to people and uh, in today's environment I did I actually ran sales for a while and so I you know have a sense of what it takes to sell you know selling is the wrong concept right you don't really sell anything people buy things and that was that was a major shift for me to make at one point mentally about buying versus selling and today so much you, you, it's surprising how much today takes a personal touch to actually get somebody to buy something because we're we're bombarded we're getting we're getting pitched all the time there's advertising going on all around us and how do you know that this one is actually legit versus that one and so it's it's been a um, an interesting challenge to 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 take that knowledge and use that as a way to break through because that's that's what I've been working on is how do I break through that kind of noise that everybody is su suffering from and actually show that I've got something that's that's unique and something that's a little bit different that can add some value when you know there uh, there there could be literally hundreds I I inter uh, interviewed a, a guy just recently um, who's the CEO of a services company there's so many different services companies that I couldn't even find his company on a list, and yet they're in the Inc. 5,000, 5, and they've been there four years running, which means they're growing like mad. But, you know, he's got all this noise going on around him. How does he distinguish himself? And it's uh, I, I work through those same sort of issues for, for my business as well. Very interesting. One of, the int one of the things that you've done is that you've started a podcast called the A Mile Wide View of Talent Acquisition. Right. And yes, the cool thing about that, about starting a podcast is it really helps you, you know, establish your own platform, but also give other people a voice, you know, that can come onto your show and talk about, uh, you know, things that are interesting to them and, you know, mutually benefit, you know, both audiences, you know, yours and theirs. Uh, tell us a little bit about the biggest lessons you've learned from your podcast journey and how it's affected your business. I think that there, there are two things that come to mind. The, the biggest lesson that I've learned, and this this probably should not have been a surprise, but it takes preparation to be in a conversation, even even if it's somebody you know. And my first couple of guests were people that I knew. That you know, these are people that I I you know had worked with, and so it was an easier conversation. And yet, I still had to do research to be prepared, even just to ask questions. And to be able to have an intelligent conversation with them, the the second thing that, that I've learned is that this is a great way, I think, to create uh, possible clients. I say possible because not all it's not always going to work. You know, I've I've had some luck and some not so much luck, and that's fine. And it's it is it is a way to, as I said early on to present my capabilities in the context of someone being in a conversation rather than me having to pitch them because I I don't conduct it as a as a pitch by any stretch it's you know here are the issues that you're facing let's talk about them and 
you know, is there something for us to talk about later that I could add some additional value further down the line? That's That's been very helpful in terms of, of what to think about from a podcast. And and then maybe the, the, the third thing is, I mean, the title itself, My Wide View of Talent Acquisition. I've done many jobs, many many functions in the, the area of talent acquisition. So I've got that My Wide View, but there's always somebody who's got a greater depth and they just can, you know, they're the ones that can just go down a thousand feet before you know it and make it clear. I, uh, I had a guy who talks about analytics. We talked for an hour and a half about analytics. We ended up splitting it into two shows. And it wasn't about numbers. It was about how to make talent acquisition better. And it just happens that this guy comes at it with the perspective of, of understanding, you know, what are the mechanisms that make that happen? And it's, it, it's, it, it's refreshing to come across that kind of expertise and to be able to share that expertise. You know, what's interesting is that, you know, being able to share that knowledge, you know, not only just for you to gain it, and you know, to help you out in your business, but then to put it out there for everyone else to benefit from as well, I think is really where the gold is because what happens is that you, it really gives you a chance to, you know, increase your, you know, increase your authority and increase your stature because you're the one who's bringing, who's bringing this expertise to the forefront. Otherwise, you know, it would have stayed in this guy's head and yeah. it would have stayed only within private, uh, you know, within private conversations, but by having a public conversation about it, you know, you're able to bring it out there and it's because of the work that you've done you know, that you're actually able to bring it out there and, and just makes it more more interesting for everyone. Let me ask something though. As you're creating your podcast, what would you say has been the, has been some of the, you know, the pain points of being able to grow your business with the podcast? Like how has that experience been for you so far? Yeah, I, I think that the, the pain point is that it's a process that you have to go through. You don't just have a conversation and then suddenly you're doing business with the person at the other end. The kind of work that I do is it falls into the broad category of management consulting, more focused specifically around talent acquisition subjects. And you gotta you gotta dig in to find out. You just you you've hit on the the concept a couple of times. What are the pain points? And they're going to be different for every organization. The kind of pain points you got you gotta have the opportunity to work out what are those pain points. So it's it the the process of being in the conversation, identifying some pain points, having a conversation about the pain points, seeing if there's an opportunity to provide some value, and and so I've. I've got a process that I've been working through with the assistance of a consultant myself of what are the steps to be ensure that I'm not just wasting these leads, I'm not just wasting these conversations, but actually building a credible perspective so that someone sees the value in being, you know, paying me for a conversation you know podcast no one's paying anybody at the moment it's all you know i'd get somebody on and you have a conversation that's all good it's it's what comes after where there's the possibility of, of getting paid for it where you really dig in and and you're able to demonstrate that expertise that that they've had the experience with in the context of the podcast itself amazing thank you so much for sharing that i really appreciate it mike where can people learn more 
about your company and how can they get reach out to you directly? Uh, I'm easy to get a hold of. Uh, Michael.yinger, Y-I-N-G-E-R, at CustSoul, C-U-S-T-S-O-L.com. I'm on LinkedIn at Mike Yinger. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Twitter. Uh, I'm posting almost every day, so it's not that hard to find me. Uh, I've got a website, uh, CustSoul.com. And, of course, the podcast itself is literally on every platform that's out there, uh, as well as on uh, LinkedIn. So, if you if you wanted to find me, you probably could. It's it's not hard, and I'm happy to be in a conversation and uh, share share my experience and and understand what's uh, what's eaten at you that would have us uh, be in a good conversation. Amazing, Mike. Thank you so much for joining me. It's been a lot of fun. I really appreciate you taking the time to break this down for us. Thanks, Jeff. I've enjoyed it, and I appreciate the uh, the opportunity to share what it's like to be in this world and and uh, grow from it. Hey, everyone. I hope you really enjoyed that episode. As always, if you want to listen to more daily interview content, make sure you subscribe. And here's three ways I can help you in your business for free. One, check out my video on how we're building a pipeline that produces 30 plus prime sales calls every single week using podcast setters and a basic interview funnel. And this is actually how I was able to quit social media forever. You can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash setters. Two, if you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast, we actually want to interview you on one of our top 100 shows. Head to top100interview.com and then three, download our podcast closing formula. It shows you how to create a podcast sales team that books out your sales calendar each week using the podcast closing client attraction method. And you can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash podcast formula. Now at podcastclosing.com, we help six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts create a system for predictable client acquisition without relying on paid advertising or social media by building out podcast sales teams. Now, if you want help turning your podcast into a high ticket client acquisition machine, then book a call with our team to see how we can help. Go to podcastrebels.com forward slash chat. All right, guys, we'll see you in the next interview.